Welcome to the Six Minute States here on the Guernsey Press Politics Podcast at the end of day two and indeed at the end of the January States meeting where living with COVID has been the subject under debate all of the day. And uh, they began this morning with a debate on the review Uh, the proposal to have a review of uh, how COVID has been managed on the island. And uh, it's quite a long debate on that one, wasn't it, Helen? The review, but the the upshot was that we are going to have a review. And, uh, I mean, one of the contentious points that came up in this was, well, what about the confidential papers of the Civil Contingencies Authority? Are they going to be included in the review because and and the point was made that well there's not much point in having a review if we can't see those confidential papers and um, the procurer who is the sort of what is she the attorney general general, that's what we're equivalent the attorney general she said well actually um, yeah you you can look at those papers if the CCA decides that they could be part of it so and and Deputy Fairbrush gave his support to that idea that the um, that uh, you know it wasn't worth having a review unless you unless you, you see these papers so that'll be quite quite interesting I suppose it will I certainly pricked my ears up when that uh, part of the debate came along because I asked uh, at the briefing just on Tuesday night um, whether we'd ever see the CCA minutes and it was explained to us then that uh, well they're not allowed to reveal them they're not allowed to even talk about how many of them voted you know whether decisions were unanimous or split because it was it was an offense and that did turn out to be right I mean you know we're not we're not saying that this was contradicted contradicted today because uh, the procurer confirmed yes it is an offence however the CCA has the power to authorise the release of that information and then it wouldn't be an offence and furthermore the states have the uh, sovereign right to change the law to allow uh, further divulgence of all this information so it seems as Deputy Burford of uh, Scrutiny Management Committee was uh, hoping that um, any review will be able to consider all of the minutes not necessarily to make them public but certainly to review and examine the decisions that have been made and it'd be interesting to see you know did, did people disagree with each other was there this was there were, were there some spats and things like that because there's always been a very united front um projected i think and, and also there's the point that some people may have given evidence the cca under the understanding that that was always going to be confidential so it 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 it, it was quite a sort of a sticky kind of area that they had to get through yeah the person who was most vocal on that was deputy al bruard who voted against it and i think uh one one may um imagine from that that perhaps he was thinking about um information specific to uh, patient confidentiality uh, concerns yeah yeah but anyway in the end that that went uh that that happens so though those terms of reference and all that sort of thing is going to uh, that's all going to be drawn up what was next they, they um that that we should just say that that means that the policy and resources will now be coming back in april mm-hmm. to the states with uh, concrete proposals for a review what the terms of reference are going to be and then uh, if that's voted through they'll go out to tender and, and off we go with that um there was also um debate on the um the issue of whether uh, the blueprint should come back for uh, debate uh, for the states and uh, that of course we t- spoke about yesterday because they uh, approved Deputy Parkinson's amendment um, so that that was uh, looking likely but uh, once uh, the amendment was adopted they've changed their minds today and gone against it um, uh, so in the end of that it won't be nece- won't be felt to be necessary. Yeah so I imagine probably Deputy Parkinson's probably feeling a little bit miffed right now because he, he went home yesterday 
with a with a successful amendment under his belt and the assurance that the, the whole assembly was going to have the opportunity to to debate this blueprint now it's almost like he said the rug pulled out of him uh, underneath his feet today and now that's that's not going to happen there was a there was a, a, a sort of a, a change of feeling i suppose yeah and uh, it seemed to center around an argument between uh, deputies fairbrush and trot and parkinson um, where Deputy Fairbrush was arguing that, as uh, chairman of the CCA, as well as in his own right, that um, it, it would mean that any change in strategy would have to come back to the states, and it would have to, you know, be stuck in debate well, for a long time. Act. Yeah, they have to act swiftly. And if you, you know, sometimes these decisions are better. Well, his point was that these decisions are better made by fewer people rather than getting all deputies yeah. all around the table. But Deputy Trot and Parkinson were saying, no, that's not at all what we mean. We're yeah. not talking about any future uh, strategy because if there's an emergency CCA come back and then none of that becomes is, is relevant yeah, anymore yeah, right, it seemed yeah. to be down to the use of the word any in proposition five it gets very technical but I think it was simply because they didn't have the title if I think if they'd had the title of the blueprint to go with when the amendment was drafted none of that uh, issue would have arisen but there we are all right, so what else important was uh, my brain is a kind of a noodle right now. <laughs> Our brains are mush after a long day in well, the it States. Well, it, it was agreed that the CCA eventually is going to, uh, you know, sort of disband and the powers are going to be handed over to the med- not just the medical officer of health, but also to health and social care. And they will be required to consider things like the economy, mental health, all those wider aspects that uh, that uh, that are part of a uh, of a pandemic so it was it was quite a heavily amended uh policy letter in the end there there seemed to be a some sort of some agreement that the policy letter was a little bit of a dog's dinner uh from the outset but the the, um the transfer of powers that was the subject of protest on the steps of the debate ultimately uh will go ahead so the protesters will have been frustrated by that just by one vote yeah but it will it's um I think that those protesters, I think that they were partly successful because it did get watered down a bit. It's not all of the power is is not going to go to the medical officer of health. It is going to be sort of shared with health and social care as well. I don't, you know, whether they will be happy with that, I'm not quite sure. But um, I think that that protest did bear on the minds of deputies when they were considering that. Yeah, well, we'll need to go back to those protesters and ask them about their opinion on that and uh, a uh, review of the public health law as well. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of quite... I don't know, a bit technical, a bit dry. So, yeah. <laughs> no, but, but probably quite important to those people involved, I would yeah. think. But uh, I'm sure we'll be reporting on that yeah. uh, in your Guernsey Press, which you can pick up from your local news agent. And uh, we'll be back with uh, more on this feed uh, very shortly. You're recording tomorrow, aren't you? Yeah, I've got a podcast tomorrow, and my guests are Deputy Peter Roffey and also Ben Craddock from the Guernsey bicycle group and actually it's quite serendipitous because there's been some sort of quite some big changes um happening with the highway code and uh things like that so i'm i'm quite excited about that well i look forward to listening to that so uh, stay on this feed as i say in order to hear that uh, coming up just in the next couple of days bye bye for now